You know what we don't have to ask today, ladies and gentlemen? What? We don't have to ask what episode it is, because I'm locked and loaded. I already looked at it before we started, so I'm going to hit this intro like I'd be hitting the weights in the gym. Oh, okay. All right. That's actually pretty good. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Speaking sporadically, episode 44. Double fours. The day is Monday, January 24th, 2022, also known as, as Jacob so kindly informed us, National Compliment Day. And I, I want to compliment you guys for being such awesome listeners. Oh, <laughs> oh I thought you were going to compliment oh, us. Really? I was no, like, no, 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 no. compliment you guys. I was like, all right. Well, you know what? I don't need it because you, you know what else? Uh, what other national day it is? National Peanut Butter Day. Oh, my goodness. National Beer Can Appreciation Day. Beer um, Can Appreciation? I don't know. I guess you could appreciate them. God bless aluminum. But, like, just specifically beer, not, like, sodas. You can't. Or pop. Depending who you are. Uh... Hmm. I'm trying. Where are you from? Where are you from? I guess. I guess some beers have like cool uh, arts or whatever. Like I know Bush Light does a lot of different. They do their camo. They Bush do their is just the right, farmers. Right. I think they just came with, out with a new one too. Well, I like saw that. a new one in planning, playing with John Deere. So yeah, it's like John Deere colors and everything. That. So I, I guess if cool. you're a big fan and collector of mm-hmm. aluminum cans, and happy National Day for that. Oh, yes, sir. Just beer specifically. Yeah. Sorry. Just to clarify. Because we collect quite a few aluminum cans. Yeah. National uh, Soda Can Appreciation Day is a different day. Different day. Yeah. So not today. They can't share. Yeah. But uh, what was I going to say? I was about to say something. Now I have to fill this time. I'll cover. Uh, Alzheimer's I'd like to personally apologize uh, for not uh, getting out the, uh, the topics. Oh, I was gonna yeah, do that that, that, that's on all of us. That's, not like, that's definitely on I was all like, of us. Mm. But while well, I was talking to Jacob Thursday morning, because we release them on Thursdays, and I'm like, oh, we got we get to do this today. And I'm usually excited on Thursdays because I get to think about, like, I get the first look, and I get, like, to pick a little bit and see, like, ah, we and probably can't do that. it did not happen. <laughs> yeah, well, I was like, oh, I'll just do it at lunch. And then something came up where, like, I realized I had to do something, like, over, like, I procrastinated, had to do, like, homework or something over lunch. See, there's a part of me that wants to do it every week, obvious for obvious reasons we talk about. But then there's another part of me that like doesn't want to do it just for the fact that like I agree change things up I agree. and like so people don't know they come and into yeah. it completely blind. Yeah, and that, yeah, we can mix it up every other. That, but that's then why. again, there's another point where I was thinking about is like, how much are we going to mix? Like, are we going to do mm-hmm. like? Because mm-hmm. I I'm, I'm a big routine guy, right? And I like schedules, but at the same time, I don't want to be like. Every other week, we'll yeah. be posting what like, we might be talking. Like, I think there's it's, this, it's there's too this much. finance um, podcast that I listen to, and they're so routine with their episode. Mm. It's like all divided out into five minute segments, like this, this. And you listen to like two in a row, and you're like, okay, I'm kind of bored. Like, maybe mm. I could listen to one on a very specific thing that I really need to understand because, like, it's finance. So I'm listening for it for education, mm-hmm. but it was still kind of extremely boring. Yeah, but at the same time, though, I feel like with. Um, the formula that we have, as long as we keep it like, uh, uh, how would you put it? Like a liquid, a yes, liquid, liquid. Uh, go with the flow, itinerary. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should be good to go. But I really, we don't like as some of you saw uh, uh, or heard last week. We stuck with like <coughs> one out of the four. Yeah, uh, we probably hit two. two. We, we hit two hit because two. we spent the last half on. And like, obviously, if we don't hit them, then we can kind of maybe cycle them into it, like put them back in the cycle. Oh in the, yeah, in the rotation. Absolutely. Yeah, for possibly being and, done in the future. And the only thing I do, I, I've talked about it before. We just use like a basic online like spinner wheel, and you just put them all up. The only, the only, um, the only set. Um, what's the word like? Um, oh, what it, like qualification? they have to have for me to consider like oh yeah we can do that it's like 
we didn't do it last week, and Bet. we can easily prepare for it within the time limit. Which what I think I might do is I might do it on Wednesdays, and then post them on Thursday so that we can prepare. Yeah, yeah. Or like post text them. the chat. Yeah, be like, hey, it's gonna be this, and then post them. Which uh, I just I can just get the instant account so we can post them. That'll and work. I think we should. Jay and I were talking. I think we should post them um, as posts permanently, so that people okay. can so people can go back and like, find the bio, find the post, yeah. listen to yeah. the episode. Bang! Yeah, I do want to listen to those topics. Yep. I'll listen. Mm-hmm. And also, this pod's coming out on probably Tuesday. Devin should be able to get it tomorrow because today is Monday. I yep. might be able to do it tonight. He might be. Depends able to do how it fast we crank you'll, it you'll, out. You'll listen. Our, By the time you're listening, it'll be a Tuesday. Didn't get done yeah. on Sunday. I would say we were busy, but. Uh, we were just watching football. We were lazy. <laughs> we were just watching football, and what a weekend to watch football! I think that was probably like one of the most insane, definitely in my lifetime, but over like the past fifty years, uh, divisional round. You know, four games in a weekend. Like I wouldn't it. even say divisional round. I'd say the best four, the best yeah. four games that I've seen in such a short amount of time. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Well, yeah, were. but those are most likely to be in the divisional round. That, well, that's true too. Yeah. But I mean, every single game came to a walk-off. Not all field goals, but a walk-off play to win the game. Yes, field three field goals, yes. and then a walk-off touchdown overtime. Which, touchdown. by I'm saying, like walk-off after that score, mm-hmm. clock at zero, or by rules, mm-hmm. some unfortunate rules. If it's overtime, the yeah. game is over. Yeah, first to score, that team wins, and yeah. it's all decided by a coin toss. See, now there's a big debate going on right now. Like a lot of people are mad because it's all decided like by a coin toss. But I saw Keenan Allen tweeted out something. He said, defense wins championships. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. don't put all your eggs in one basket. Exactly. You got to have a good defense because that overtimes can go anyway. Which is actually why I started rooting for the Chiefs. Um, I'm, a Cincy, I'm a Cincy fan, so obviously with the uh, last game in, norm, in regular season um, in the record books, I was definitely hoping for the Chiefs going into it anyways um, to see if we could just do that again, make it, or at least win the AFC uh, championship. But... Once they had um, Matthew, their like star safety. Yeah, Tyron Matthew got hurt. He, yeah, oh, when really? he got hurt, and that's like their star defensive player. I was really, I was really rooting for him after that. Yeah. R- hurt after me own. talking up Joe Burrow all year on this podcast, dude. Yes, just, sir. Just understand the high I'm on right now as a Cincinnati Bengals fan. Why? He hasn't played that good the past two games during playoffs. Huh? Like him individually, huh? he huh? has not played well. It, he has. His own line has not. They need to be whipped in the shape a little bit. I I agree, but like if you look at Joe Burrow's individual stats, he did nothing to impress. Dude, it's like a, it's AFC. It's a league of pocket passing. Yeah, are you saying? And are you saying he's not allowed to do it. Plus yards is not impressive. Yeah, are you kidding? I mean, does he didn't he get like one touchdown and like one interception? Yeah, he's still no. He was he was own one. Yeah. Zero touchdowns, one interception. Like that's in yeah. the Titans game. Yeah, that's not bad. I'm just I mean, saying I mean, those okay. aren't like okay. just saying, quarterback like, carry okay. numbers. You, I think it really though. comes down to is like when I'm watching the game, I can see the impact Joe Burrow has yes. on us winning the yes. game. His ability to game manage. And I I'm like the exact opposite. I think Joe Burrow is just a, a run of the mill quarterback. Like he did nothing bad. He didn't bring him back, but he holds their own. Like he's that's Jimmy G numbers. I think Jimmy no, G probably had not. Jimmy it G probably not. had a better night than Joe Burrow. No, Joe Burrow can. I feel like Joe Burrow can convert better than Jimmy G. I'm not Joe Burrow's a top can, five quarterback in the league. Joe Burrow, and you're just disrespecting Hold on, him. that's a different. That's a different argument. All right, well, I'm just talking about in the playoffs, not that's over no, the whole like, year, like the past two weeks. 
He has not put up anything impressive that would say, like, yeah, he is doing well for that team. Yeah, for the past like, two weeks. You Mahomes know why? and Josh yeah. Allen. So, why? Joe, you know why? so Joe Burrow, during the Raiders, right, he's literally flushed out of the pocket, running out of bounds, takes a backyard's oh throw, gosh. the stuff you do, like, when you're playing with your family, jumps out of bounds, slings the ball to an open receiver in the end zone. That's, that's Jimmy Garoppolo stuff. You're, you're trying to tell me that. They put up the same stats. I mean, yeah, okay, that one play, that one play was a good play. I know a play you're talking about because it was a rule of touchdown even after the whistle blew or whatever. Yeah. That was a good play. It was. Yeah, I agree. Okay, good. That, that doesn't mean he's carrying the team. No, I'm saying, okay, what's he dealing with here? He's dealing with, and I'm sorry, O-line, but you got to pick it up. Yeah. So he's dealing with the it's getting competitive now. O-line in the playoffs. Yes. Yes. Yeah, easily. Easily. Nine sacks. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. He has the least time in the pocket. And right. do you see this man flustered at all? No. No. Not at all. Joe always Cool. They call him Joe Cool. Always made Other people, what do you, what do you other mean people sweat bullets. What do you he mean? He throws bullets. I mean, he's been, he gets sacked a lot. I think that's kind of Right, but okay, Tom Brady gets sacked a lot because Tom Brady knows when he has to get sacked. Sometimes, okay. like, he took some yeah. sacks running yeah. backwards, which I didn't really like, but yeah. he knows when he just has to go down, not force mm-hmm. anything, not throw a pick, mm-hmm. not be, maybe sometimes you don't always have to be the game changer. He's learning how to hit his check downs. But... He also, and I think this is a really important play for him because he's way more confident now, and he was confident before. Yeah. When I can't remember when what quarter it was, but when he went um, in this last game, he was there's so much pressure. He had a he had a run that no one was really on him. But yeah. The only way to go was forward. He had to get the first down. He had to convert. Man knew the marker and put his body out. There. Did he slide? No. He dove for, like, the second time max since he broke his leg last year. Got the first down just fine. He hopped up after that completely refreshed. So much more confident. He And even before that, he just did it. You're telling me that's just the, not I don't the think, I don't think that's anything special. I think all quarterbacks do that if they can. Josh Allen and... And you see, you see oh, yeah. look Josh, at Patrick Mahomes. Josh, Josh Allen. Pat, Pat, you oh, see Patrick Mahomes. He was fighting even yeah. against the mm-hmm. uh, like the Chiefs. Don't have that very good of an O line, or maybe the Bills have a good rushers or whatever. But he he it looked the like Bills. the Super Bowl yeah. last year. Like yeah. he was running around, slinging it, trying yeah. to like. I mean, again, that that's the one thing. That's the one thing that yeah, I so think, I agree. Joe Burrow and Pat Mahomes have a lot in common. Yeah, that's the one thing that I think Joe Burrow could work on a little bit more is scrambling when he's under pressure. But at the same time, he's also able to think really well. Um, I Maybe he could look down the field more like Patrick I think Mahomes. A, I think a better quarterback doesn't scramble under pressure. And I, I say that. No, well, I, I mean, say that because the one quarterback that never scrambles under pressure, always just throws it away, takes a sack, has seven Super Bowl rings. Maybe you guys Or does some, he have six? Seven. Seven, seven yeah. Uh, you might be onto something there, actually. I think a lot, of, I think a lot of quarterbacks I mean, do that. I was looking at, I was looking like, at a lot of quarterbacks get seven Super Bowl rings. Not that, but I'm just saying, like, don't scramble, just throw it hit. last second, throw it away, or take the hit, go down. I mean, if you get any quarterback over 30, and they're probably doing that. I mean, think about it. Think about it's it, all Ben do that. Think about it. Big Ben, <laughs> Rodgers. Yeah. None of think those guys it. are going to take off. He is – I mean, you see a few teams that are like – the quarterback isn't like the – isn't like one of the – more paramount players on the team, right? Like the it's, Titans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who lost. Yeah. But you see other teams, and these are the ones that excel, who have QBs like Josh Allen. And I know they lost, but that was a dog fight. Yeah. You got 
Patrick Mahomes. You have, um, I know that the Ravens didn't do too great, but I mean, Lamar, Lamar like, himself yeah. did great. Matthew Aaron, Stafford, Aaron Rogers, Matthew Stafford. Stafford. I'm actually super happy one. for the Rams. Yeah, dude, so I've been a Matt Stafford, Matthew Stafford fan for yeah. years, but like he just so doesn't get much in Detroit. And, and you see those teams. Can oh, I does. say a quick yeah. stat for Matthew Stafford? Because I love Matthew Stafford yeah. too. There has been two times where there was a triple crown receiver winner where they lead in yards, touchdowns, and receptions. Mm-hmm. Both times, Matthew, Matthew Stafford was a quarterback. The sick. only one was like, I think it was like 06 with Calvin Johnson or yeah. something. He knows how to feed the stud on the team. I mean, yeah. But, but, but I mean, you see these teams with the quarterbacks that are like, like they're, 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 they're another link in the chain that makes that team what it is and that makes that team how good it is. You know what I mean? And I feel like the Bengals are really going in that direction that these teams are already in that I just talked about. Aside from the Ravens, because the Ravens might need a little... They need, they need to go back to work a little bit. But, I mean, you know what I'm talking about? And if, and if that QB can just, like, look down the field and say, well, I can just get that, I think that's better. Yeah. You know what I mean? I now, know. Joe Burrow isn't the biggest, though. Like, Josh Allen is huge. Have you seen his legs? Like... He can take a hit, and he did take a, a good uh, helmet hit. Or maybe that was – was that Josh Allen or was that – did anyone see that hit off the sidelines? Mm, not – I'm not – well, coming to mind. Either way, they're both – I was talking about them both. So either Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen took a nice helmet hit, popped right back up. You know why? Because they got the first down. And they were fine. And they went right back to work. So same. I think Joe Burrow's good. He's solid. He's definitely not dragging him down, but he's not playing anything special. Well, he's not the opinion. best QB, but he's in there. I'm saying he's yeah. holding he's holding it down. He's yeah. kind of like how everyone expected Baker and the Browns to be this year. Okay. Now Baker obviously went down, but at the beginning of the year, everyone's like, Baker's a solid quarterback. He'll hold his own. The Browns' offensive line, running back, and you know maybe a little bit of their defense will allow them to excel and be a better team. I don't know, dude. I think I'm. Burrow's a generational talent. You don't see him often. That's true. He's this is his he's second that year. guy. His first year, he broke his leg, and all of a sudden. Cincinnati is going to the AFC Championships for the first time since when? Because you remember two seasons ago, right? You know he got drafted into, I think, a two-win, three-win Bengals team? Mm-hmm. And then they actually finally started, you know, spending money mm-hmm. in uh, in free agencies. And then he actually sounds like he likes the Bengals and wants to stay there. They don't even have an indoor practice facility. Well, don't they borrow uh, Cincy's? No. I swear they borrow University of Cincinnati's. Oh, I mean, that makes sense, but I don't think they do. Yeah, they do. I, f- I feel like I've heard that I feel like I, I say I feel like it's actually rare for NFL teams to have indoor practice facilities. No, we're one no, of the few that not. don't. Yeah, right? We're one of the few. No, oh, only north few. of a certain We're the most long. north team yes, that doesn't yeah. have one. Yeah. And, like, the next one is. So, obviously. I'll say the Steelers don't because yeah. I know I've seen, like, their, their practice, like, right. preseason or offseason, and you see, like, all them, like, going to the practice field and all the practice fields. There's just outside. Well, they but normally they are, have outside and indoor yeah. facilities. So, yeah, I have to look into it. I'm not, I don't know for sure, but I assume the Steelers probably yeah, do I have guess one I just well. never have seen, really, like, an indoor practice facility for NFL teams. Like, you see all the college ones, you know. Yeah. But never an NFL team. I don't know. I guess that's their problem. <laughs> yeah. They have heated benches. They'll be all right. Heated? Hold up. Heated benches? Yeah. Those white benches on the sidelines? Really? Red hot. Yeah, oh, like, that You don't practice sense. on a bench, though. Yeah, but you can still sit on it. Well, in a game, if you're starting, it's pretty nice if you're cold. Yeah. Like, that, like you see people yeah, but play. Yeah, but a game is literally 
one, a game is like, you have to think about all the time these guys spend practicing. A game is a fraction of the time they're out outside practicing if you don't have an indoor, indoor facility. So, yeah. Heated benches are nice, obviously, but it's more like a staple item. Like, they wouldn't even play with, without them. So oh, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, trying yeah. to say they're not mean. that nice. Like, they're nowhere comparable in to terms an indoor of, in terms of facility. In terms of practicing, yeah, they're not really necessary. Yeah, that's anyway. what I'm trying to say. But, but in, in a game, yeah, they're, they're a pretty nice asset. Yeah, in mm, a game, there's yeah. probably no northern team that doesn't have them. Yeah, I see what you mean. I agree. I know even southern teams have them because I remember seeing people or players would literally put, like, towels and, like, dump water on their benches because it was so hot. And they would be, like, because they don't turn off, I don't think. Mm. They'd be playing, like, 80-degree weather and – the benches would be blazing, so they would throw down towels and like put water Good on Lord. to sit down. So I cannot imagine. Not, that's tough. I can't imagine they wouldn't turn on. Because like what you, they probably just because they do a lot of other stuff too. Because I think they have like probably chargers built in, and I think they have oh, different like helmet. I was gonna things. say like, never turn off. Maybe they that's do. Way, I just remember I seeing. See, yeah, I remember seeing a clip where NFL players. You would see them throwing down towels and stuff on the heated seats because they were so hot. And people would be, like, mic'd up. And so you could hear what they were yeah. saying. And they were talking about how it was hot. I've been watching all the NFL's YouTube mic'd up videos. They're, I just like to see that. They're cool. They're funny sometimes. Oh, my mm. gosh. Ocho Cinco's mic'd up videos are amazing to me. Ocho Cinco himself is pretty neat. The best thing that ever happened to Cincinnati. No. Uh, he, he was only, he was only, he wasn't there for that long, bro. He bounced around. Yeah, but like, and he caused quite a bit of now. Yeah, Cincinnati's like drama ruckus. Like he came back to us, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What do you mean? Like literally, when they released their new stripes, um, New Jersey's last year, he was in the release video. Oh yeah, yeah. he's like still I'm saying, he's well, like a media face. Yeah, yeah. I think he lives in the area. Yeah, I'm sure he's. Did you know famous. that at, when he left? Did he play the Dolphins when he left for a little bit for like one season or something like that? I can't tell you. Whatever team he went to, or maybe it was before that even, uh, everyone knows we call him Ocho Cinco because the number one is back. And he, he changed, he legally changed his name um, to Ocho Cinco so they could put it on his back for some sort of Hispanic Appreciation Day or Hispanic, uh, some, something something Hispanic. Um, he, he, he attempted to, or at least said he would change it, um, to from Ocho Cinco, so a bad uh, Spanish translation of eighty, the number eighty-five. To I think the Korean translation to the number eighty-five. He 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 like promised it like on online or something like that, and then he said he couldn't do it because uh, like financial troubles. Because it's Ocho Cinco, he's frivolous. Um, but then it, it never happened, and then he actually had trouble changing his name back to. Johnson, <laughs> because again, financial troubles. He he was kind of a hothead. Yeah, he yeah. he was very impulsive. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think when he went to the Canadian League, he might have gotten a little better, and then just got some money and settled in Cincy. His yeah. name's his name's Johnson again now. But I didn't know that. I looked it up the other day. He tried to change. He was gonna make. He was gonna go from eighty five to like seen something, something Korean. I've never looked into that. That's funny. I never heard about that. I've seen his documentary, The Football Life. They didn't say it in his documentary? Not about the Korean. It might have been after they did it. No. Well, was that during football when he tried to do that? I'm fairly certain it was during football. Like, either 
late into his career with Cincy or like when he moved to a different team. Okay. Then they didn't talk I about see it. If he went to the Dolphins. What else we got today actually? Let's see. Do we want to Yeah, what are the topics? Yeah, what so are the topics that we I could say we covered about? uh media pretty well. Oh yeah. The, the football is pretty big things going on right now. We have we talked a little bit about calendar. We can do some other things with it if we want. We got food, one of our favorite topics to talk about anyways. And finally we have into the wild, which we haven't done yet, but we have brushed Into on the it. the thick bef- of it. Yeah, we have brushed on it before we started with the um, the topics, the set topics. Um, so that'll just be like, we can just talk about a place or something like that. Luke's, Luke's pretty good at those because he's been places. Um, but unfortunately, he's not. Oh, you know what I just realized? What? We never said our names. Yeah, I kind of noticed that Good too. Good grief. But it's kind of too late. It is too late. They figured it out by now. No problem. Yeah. Normal host. Yeah. No Luke and Trey. Yep. Unfortunately. <laughs> Shade on them. Which actually, because okay. we're talking about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We never it's a big day. That. We're back at our old stomping grounds no, today. I told you. I told you not to say <laughs> it. That was the one That's thing I want you to say. Cause we, we're back at the oldest stomping grounds the origin mm, of yes. this pod when i used to lay my phone down hit the start button yes. and we'd just start talking away we didn't have mics we didn't have stands and we didn't have chairs we had chairs yeah we, we had, had chairs, chairs. But and you know what <laughs> it feels so good it does i like it because we're at the basement desk we yeah. usually yep. when we usually say old stomping grounds we're in my couch because we got the mics so we can just lay we don't have to worry about phone but obviously if you're a true og you know we started on this desk We'd set the phone down. We'd all just kind of lean in or just sit normally, really, and we would just talk and the phone would pick it up. This is and the we truly pillar of origins. have the three OGs and, here today. Yeah, I was about to say, mm-hmm. the, the, the three Where originals. We, and it was actually when we when we started setting up, we sat in, uh, according to Jacob, the wrong spots. He was oh, yeah. going to go home if we did not sit in the right spots. We oh. have, for the first, like, ten episodes, we sat in these spots. Yep. Yes, sir. So we're sitting in the exact same spot. The only thing that has changed is we got a little sound mixer up on the counter with us now. We got our mics, which is super nice. It's a great feeling, actually. Yeah, it is nice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, do, it does feel cool. Even when um, Jacob and Zer came, they came down here. I was like, you know, I'm actually kind of looking forward to this pod because it's actually going to be. I think I'm pretty sure this is like one of our the first one in a while where it's just been us three. Yeah, us oh, it's like guys. sub fifteen. Yeah. yeah, probably. So I was like, yeah, that will be pretty cool, especially in our old location. Bring back our our Don't origin. Say location. It's a location. No. It's a facility. Location. It's the stomping grounds. No. Oh, no. And right. I think I think the uh, and that's why I actually because we didn't post these topics, I actually went back and I'm like, ooh, what would be good to talk about today? Because I anticipated this too. So we we got we got some of the 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 OG topics that we just kind of ran through Talk without about even thinking about them. Garage sales, yeah. Pokemon cards. Some random stuff. What else we talked about in the first episode? Did you say that on air? Uh, the Pokemon card loss? Oh, no. Well, I guess we could talk about that. Oh, yeah. It goes back to media. But um, if you're into social media or whatever, you obviously have heard of Logan Paul, the YouTube boxer, um, NFT Pokemon fanatic. First so he wants to go into the NFL now. Or is he? that his brother? No, his... His brother said he could go into the NFL and be all right. His brother said that? Yeah. Okay. We won't get into Jake. That's a longer story. But I'm a pretty big fan of Logan Paul. I like his podcast. Um, I think he's a pretty smart, pretty cool guy. Whatever. So two things, actually. He's just started a uh, 
a sports drink. He just released his own sports drink that I've. It's called Prime, and I am interested to trying it and getting some to see the price. They said it's really good for you. It's very similar to Body Armor, but a little bit more like Gatorade. You know, like oh, it's kind of like in between. Yeah. I thought of energy drink for whatever reason. Okay, I it's like you. in between uh, Body Armor. They like, use a lot of coconut water and electrolytes and a lot Ooh, of things that water? hydrate you. But they also use some Scary of like the Gatorade stuff. You know, like they have a little bit of good sugars and taste really good but did they just mix these things together? i don't know i don't know yeah. i like i said i haven't tried it i'm when i go to go out i'm gonna start looking in Man, stores for buying gatorade you know what, powder you know, mixing yeah. it in big you know what we should do if, mm-hmm. if we really want to because we've said we want it to um product review yeah we we said we want to put stuff on sick. youtube and actually i've looked into the youtube thing a little bit about what we need to do and we definitely ought to have we need to prepare about 10 to 15 videos and post them all at once because the way the algorithm is on YouTube is if you post one and it gets a certain amount of views, well, they're going to say you don't really produce many views. So they're going to deprioritize you. If you post 10 right off the bat or 15 right off the bat and they're all working and they all get 10 to 15 times the amount of views as just posting one, they're going to prioritize you. I did not know that. So they count views so, over a time period yeah, of your it's channel, like channel views rather yeah. than per video. Yes. I really thought it's, it's it's in it's in a certain time frame that mm-hmm. like oh well you just came about and you have like a hundred or so views in a week. Okay. We okay. can we can do hundred we, we can, can bump that this. up. We can bump that up boys. You guys will choose us. I'll watch oh, we'll, it. I'll, I'll put it on replay. Yeah and we we gotta do it at the right time. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. um but yeah so that that's what you gotta do. And it's it makes sense. I thought the most important it. thing was consistency. You know, like well, consistent uploads. Well, as as a running channel, yes. Yeah, okay, but as a startup, as a startup, that's kind of the way to do it. Yeah, it might seem counter counterproductive if you post like ten, because then the first one. I guess the way we would do it, it makes sense because we have so many to post right off the bat. We would post, but all of our ones and then the weekly yeah, one. But but for somebody who's like sitting in front of camera or or recording a screen or something like that, it might not because it's so much more time for them if they want to just start. Like, yeah, I want to start a channel. And then they just sit and they do it and they're like, yeah. all right, I'm going to post this. Especially if you're like doing all that work and you're not seeing mm-hmm. any results so like at much, all. And, it, and, and you put time, the, the amount of time it takes to create um, 10 videos, yeah. depending on what kind of videos they are, that's a lot of time. And you don't know what the result's going to be. It's a, bit, it's a bit of a risk. But for us, it's actually pretty nice because we we're really going to do the same thing. We're just going to do the first 10 or so all at once. Yeah. And said, and then just like we, well, I guess we should probably post like all of them at once. Yeah, that's the can. thing I've been thinking about YouTube. Do we want to use this backup as like a like this? Do we want to use this build up as a little thing to produce like consistent uploads over an even longer extension of time, or do we just want to like start recent? Because I think it would be a good advantage to start recent because we talk about a lot of recent events. I think so. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, and I I think the YouTube channel can turn into something. Um, like a like a branch of what we do, <laughs> I, like a branch of what we do. Um, you mean like a like a whole brand? Um, no, not no, not really. But a, a place where like like we talked about a like sector, a product a review. sector of the company. Yeah, like a product review. Like we can like we can kind of reference those things on the main pod and then podcast. Sorry, and then um, we we would post that since it's a video and stuff like that on YouTube and then that would that would create our, our our live video portion of what we would do. You know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. So like, it's just convenient. Would the audio and the YouTube videos be the same as the audio in the Anchor release, or would they be different audios? That's a good question. That's a, that's a weird. Um, I think obviously to start because when you when you create two different channels, you split the views, right? Yes. And you don't want to do that. You want to consolidate all your views if you can into one channel. channel. For optimal growth. Yes. At, at least as you're growing and as you're building. Once you read a search, once you reach it, of course, like as Jacob says, back to the old stomping room. Jacob's making random faces. Dude, my back hurts. <laughs> I can't control that. All right. Trying to distract me. Um, yeah. Um, usually you'll see. Big, uh, yeah. Thank you. Usually <laughs> yeah. you'll, you'll see um, bigger channels just like create a secondary channel where they can do other stuff. But that's just like a convenient thing for them where they can be more lax or something like that. Yeah. And they don't need. Or if you're like one of my favorite YouTubers, you know, he makes his second channel not growing that well. You know what he does? Deletes all the videos Stop. on his first <laughs> channel. Dude, I was uh. livid. I was like, what are you doing? Oh, man. Man lost like a quarter mil subscriber. Yeah, like, I feel so bad. I was like, I'm not sure what yeah. you're really doing. Because so like my like I guess long term idea for what I have for speaking sporadically is to become a brand. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of we them. Need to get an LCC, like, my guy. I think mm-hmm. of uh, the Try Guys. You guys ever heard of them? Yeah. yeah. They're they originally started, but I don't even know. But they're they're a brand. Like the reason <laughs> the reason they are each famous. Like on like Instagram, they have a lot of followers. Is because they, they're just a jack of all trades. Like they kind of do everything. Like they have a podcast, they have a YouTube channel where mm-hmm. they just do like a few different separate series or whatever. And they're just a group of guys that just naturally gain people. And mm-hmm. like sometimes they promote like their podcast and stuff on their Instagram because their Instagram is bigger because yeah. they just post on Instagram and they just get like Instagram famous too. Right. Like you, if like how, at least from what I know of them, you can't pinpoint one reason for their popularity. Yeah. Like a lot of people you can, like a lot of YouTubers, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, they started on YouTube or they started on Vine, mm-hmm. you know, obviously TikTok made them famous, or but these guys, they're pretty well diverse. And that's what I think I want speaking sporadically to become. Cause I think that would be cool. Like if we had, like they do a cooking competitions, like with no recipes, they try to make whatever. I'm not going to get too much Those into would be it, interesting between us. I know, I know mm-hmm. we're getting on the time, but that's something I thought about was when you when you say try and I, I know it's the brand, but when you say try guys, the thing because I know that not personally know of them. The thing that I think about is um, each of them does their own yes thing, and they come together for the brand yes, and that's something I thought about like. Maybe I should, because I have things that I definitely like to talk about that I enjoy talking about that um, I wouldn't necessarily say to this audience because it, it wouldn't be like, right. all that interesting. Or even like us, maybe or we're it, not that well yeah, versed. Or, like, or it, yeah, and or it takes just like too much time for an hour, or like it's something that like delves too deep. So like, and I've seen people successfully do solo podcasts, yeah, easily, or or a channel or something. That's something like I've that. thought about too. Like, how successful? Mm-hmm. What would be more successful? A YouTube channel of. Uh, of five people mm-hmm. and they each make their own content. Sometimes they make content together mm-hmm. and then they like put it into the same channel or five separate YouTube channels, five separate. And then you all advertise one, uh, central. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, what comes to mind? The sidemen. I yes. think originally yes. they were I, all yes. friends, but they each started their own YouTube channel, right? Mm-hmm. You got KSI, W2s and Bazinga, whatever. They each started their own YouTube channel. Then they come together, and they may have pulled one or two. Like, I don't know if you know this. I remember, like Josh. Yeah, 
No, I don't. I, I don't I think know. he had his own YouTube channel. Like they came together and maybe pulled yeah. one or two guys That's into really groups, and then they made yeah. their own separate ones. Like I, I and think we could become the, that. The whole lot Obviously, of them are incredibly successful. Oh yeah. Obviously, that's a lot of time and yeah. a lot of devotion. That's but I think I want that to be the speaking like, practically business. Like, Devin's very interested in music and guitar. Like, and I, like I said, I have a bunch of stuff that I like to talk about and stuff that I'm, I'm, I'm pursuing in, like, in school that I, I find very enjoyable to think and talk about for extended periods of time. Uh, Jacob has, like, lifting and stuff like that that he's insane about. Right now, especially, um, yeah. Pretty much just lifting, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, there are people, there is, there is an audience for everything. And when you... You, when you get all three of these audiences and you say, by the way, come together. I'm also part of this. To this place. By the way. <laughs> I love Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> I, knew, I knew this here at restaurant. All right. Uh, that was a really good, uh, healthy talk. Yeah. Um, I think that's a great way to segue into the. Uh, I'll talk about. I'll finish my Logan Paul story, which is how he started. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. After yeah, yeah, yeah. the ad. Ad. All right, so Greasy Grove has the most loot of all, but it's really dangerous. But it's a really dangerous part of the map. Not only that, but if you drop in some of the older areas, you will find that there is a diff- decent amount of loot in less players that are okay. I think an actual Fortnite <laughs> kid wrote this. This is not. English. Let me see. Let me see. I think either I can't read, <clears throat> which is debatable, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> or that book was very challenging um. to me. It was written at such a low level. Like, some of the prepositions were just missing. Like, it should have an A or an of, and it was gone. Grab all of the ammo from the ammo boxes that you come across. These are vital to your success throughout the day, and you need to stock up. Always grab materials and trap schematics. Is that? Yeah. Trap Trap schematics schematics. that help you build and craft everywhere you go. Do not underestimate the ability to use these items while you are out and about. If you don't have enough materials on... On you. That's what I'm okay. saying. That's what I'm saying. They definitely do say something. Like, I was reading this. If you don't have enough materials on you to build something, and what they mean, like, you, like, on your If player, you don't have enough materials on you, on you hand. to build yeah. on you to build something. Yeah. yeah. To build something, then this could be a problem. I, I don't feel know, like, I feel like it might have been, like, a tech, uh, uh, um, a speak-to-text type I, deal. No, I think the more problem is they're talking about a video game, and it's second person, and they're trying to tell you how to play a video game. True. kind of weird. True. That's but why I don't read manuals. That was a Fortnite book, <laughs> Tips and Trips. Tips and Tricks. It's been in our old stomping royale. ground forever, so. Yeah. It's it's I think we use it to prop the phone up once or twice. Yeah. I mean, that's really when Fortnite got ruined, dude. When people just stopped playing it for fun and all became sweats. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Anyway, let me give you my Logan Paul story because yeah. it's pretty funny and pretty cool. So, Logan Paul is a. He recently, and for a while, has been a huge Pokemon collector. Like, he is one of the biggest in the world. Like, he has gotten... he. You, you remember in his boxing match, he wore a million-dollar card around his neck. And it was literally a uh, first-edition hollow Charizard. Yeah, and his walk-up. Yeah, and it got graded up a perfect. Up, like, it could not have been a, be- a better quality. It was rated at the top. So, obviously, he has that card. He's... Bought in quite a few first edition booster boxes so he can get a bunch of cards. That's how he pulled the Char- Charizard. He has bought in like one Charizard or something for like $500 cash. Like, he literally went to the dude's house because he was also a big Pokemon collector. They were talking and he literally pulled out a briefcase. I think it was like two briefcases of just hundreds and it was like 500 grand. He's like, Can I have one? 
Here's something I think about a lot. Like these, those boosters, right? Every time someone opens one up, one less. Yeah. So they they just go up in value oh, every yeah. time yeah. they're purchased. Yeah. But um, so he recently found a buyer that or a seller that was selling six first edition booster boxes, and like these six, they were projected like this was like the only one in existence, like because it was all one package. So there was six in this box. Yeah. They're like, this is the only one. You can buy them individually, but six together. You want the booster box? Yes. Like six of them, this is like the only one in the world. And even then, like six of them is probably like a tenth of what's left in the world. Like, because obviously, like Sherm said, they're constantly going away. So at first, for this to be a legitimate uh, sell, it first has to go into this place and they have to grade it and make sure and if to make sure it's legit and if it's legit then they put their like vinyl wrapping around it like that clear little plastic yeah, over it the shrink wrap mm-hmm. um but obviously there's a tough balance because when you send it into this place they want to make sure everything is legit make sure it's real and it has been any tampered with and it's not fakes inside but then again you scratch that's a the box alone 10 grand or something ridiculous and you scratch it like people are very particular about these things so they don't want to completely cut it open and rip it apart and check all the insides and even like fingerprint it all up so they didn't they didn't do much they tried to do the like littlest possible by just looking at it and they were looking like at all the stickers on it and they could see like you know how cardboard kind of has like rivets in it yeah it has like waves they could see the imprints and the waves and it looked like that sticker had been on there for 30 years it hasn't been touched and they're looking at all the seams it doesn't look like anything's tampered with new tape but it looks like old tape too mm-hmm. so it had like a weird color to it so they they approved it and they thought it was good so they put their shrink wrap on it they sent it back to the person that was selling it and logan paul wanted it $3.5 million he bought it for. Oh, my God. Just straight straight cash. $3.5 million. Picked it up. And then as soon as he got it, obviously it's a big deal. And obviously when you buy something that big, he's always going to be a little suspicious. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I think he had a special like feeling that like this is a fake. So what he did is he went and like he after got. After he bought it? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Like he went and he got the CEO and the founder and the owner and, like, all the top managers of the company that, um, like, reviewed it and made sure it was legit. They certified it. And he got them together along with... So the person he bought it from bought it from someone else because Logan knew the person he bought it from, like, they were both legit. So, like, he wouldn't try to scam them or anything. Yeah, yeah. He bought it for, like, 2.7 and then sold it to Logan, like, 3.5. But it was a couple years later. So, like, he didn't rip them off. But, like, he was also interested, so... The buyer, Logan, the seller, and, like, all the top, the toppest dogs of that company met up at, like, a hotel in Vegas to open it up because they're all suspicious. And, and obviously, the people who certified it were nervous because that's their name. Yeah. That was their shrink yeah. wrap. And it's, it'd be kind of their fault if, yeah. if, if I mean, it's yeah. fakes. Yeah. So they went. They opened it up. They took off the, vi- the shrink wrap, and they are like, good signs. That's what we thought. They cut it open, they open it up, and they see Pokemon boxes, and like, all right, it's good signs, good signs. And he brought, Logan brought his uh, original real booster box with him. And then as soon as they opened up the flaps, they're like, uh, this, do- this doesn't look right, guys. 
this doesn't look right. They Something's they held it off. The here. color the colors were off, and it was like bowing. That was a problem oh. too. Like you could like press down, and there was like a little bit of a like flap to it, give to it. Like it wasn't like tight seal, yeah, super mm. flat. Like it looked like you know someone just bent it basically. And they're like, uh oh, and they were all getting super nervous, and they were mad at this point because at this point they kind of knew it was fake. Logan picks up a box, opens it, dumps it out. GI Joe packs of GI Joe cards. Oh, and he he was oh. so mad. And now there's like him and like his friends have been they have a podcast obviously and they've been doing some talking about it and they're like it's just a bad situation for everyone cuz Logan he can't get mad at the people that certified it cuz cuz he, he would have been taking a risk. Yes. Any and he would have been mad if they like cut into it and went deeper to actually make sure it was real. Yeah, and they yeah. did all their best. Because obviously they wouldn't try to scam Logan. They wouldn't try like, yeah. oh, we yeah. know it's fake. They, they, get, they get, get money for certifying either way. Yeah, they yeah. get paid for a little bit of certifying, and also it's their brand. The guy who name. sold it's not really out. Yeah, I don't think he is. But obviously he's still a big Pokemon fan, and they're good friends. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, it's still his friend that he's like, wow, I just sold Logan a fake one, and I, you know, it wasn't good for me. And well, that's not his fault in any way, though, to be fair. Yeah. Like, he thought it was Still really... Sent it though. to a certified... They're, they're like, yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. So it's not his fault in any way. No, the it's only, not. The, so, in my opinion, two people came out on top. Whoever... Made it. This is terrible of them yeah. to do. And but illegal. whoever made it... Mm-hmm. And the seller. Yeah. Both made... But the, the seller... seller less. The seller came out on top, but, like, morally... Yeah. Like, he wasn't happy. Like yeah. He felt guilty, and obviously, like I said, look at his friends. So like, even just the whole Pokemon mm-hmm. community, like, someone would do this and made him upset and whatnot. It's like if I, like, owned a car, sold it to Devin, I made some money, and then while I was sitting on the road, it gets completely totaled. Like, right. I would kind of, I would kind of, like, feel like, yeah. dang, it's, it's not yeah. your fault. You, you can't really, you can't really give money back yeah. because, well, now you're down a car, but he is, too. You know what I mean? That's still and bad. it's not either of your guys' fault. Yeah. Yeah. No. Dude, part, would, of, part of it's a little so funny mad. because you know, like, he's not out of money. <laughs> yeah. He won't yeah. be out of money for a while. So. He probably made $3.5 million off that video of him opening right. that Because he, yeah. he does not post on YouTube, like, at all. At all. Like, he has it in months. Probably over a year. And then all of a sudden, he posted, the, like, little six-minute video about this whole story. And on the podcast, they were talking about it. And, like, Mike Malak, who's one of his friends, he's like, honestly, bro, but the Low Gang, which is what he calls, like, mm-hmm. people who watch Logan... They went ballistic over that video, so you're not out that much. Because yeah, <laughs> it, it was such a rare that thing so that like, funny. he posted all of a sudden, and it was like, hey, he posted. He lost 3.5, but At long last. let's go. That's funny. Yeah. So, yeah, there's no, not, obviously there are hard feelings because something illegal happened, and there was a, that's a big scam, big scandal, but at the same time, Logan's still rich. And the two people, and and the seller still has money. Another so. thing Logan ha- caught a bunch of heat for lately is he had a whole bunch of original, colorful um, Game Boys. Oh, really? Like a bunch of different, like you know, you mm-hmm. know Game Boy, right? And they have there's a few, there's quite a few that have like different colors, like some orange, yep. so one's like a green, colorful, like the main cover. He built a table out of them, but, like he would put them down, and then he epoxied it, and it looks just looks really cool. But he epoxied it, and then so like you flip it over, and it's just a whole bunch of Game Boys, but as a table. He caught a bunch of heat because well, people yeah, hated dude. on him for doing that. I don't really approve that. of well, that, honestly. People hate on it, but at the end of the day, 
those are collectible and you can play the same games on a different one and those aren't really like Pokemon cards where they go up an absurd amount of like they're money but they're not anything extraordinary no I, I'm completely with Logan they serve the same purpose and people who like and like you I, I disagree with these well, and I think it's completely and they're yeah. collectible I don't think and what's he doing he, he's putting them up on this amazing beautiful dis- pedestal display yeah and yeah, to, he's you know a big I mean? fan. He bought them with his money. They're not like yeah. four hundred dollars. I think he said like you can literally get the most expensive one on here is like one twenty, and, that's, yeah, and that's the average is like eighty. Like yeah. they're not as rare as like first edition Charizards or something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, I just feel like most collectibles I don't approve of destruction of. They didn't. He didn't destroy. They're still like like they're crystal clean. They're just in epoxy. So I guess yeah. you could get them out if you melted the epoxy. You, you, you could definitely probably going to be unusable. You could definitely retrieve them. Yeah. They, they definitely mm, wouldn't work or whatever. Them. They wouldn't work. How? Oh. Epoxy's thick enough. I doubt it gets into Yeah, but how do you get epoxy out? Chisel. I think you can melt it. You can probably melt it. Oh, Melting you, epoxy well, on a Game Boy? Think that's going to work? Like, not in general, but you think the Game Boy's going to work? No. But <laughs> he never said the Game Boy's work now. Uh, they could have just been, like, colored. Maybe they, maybe they yeah, didn't maybe work well. I I, I, I think mean I wouldn't like fine. hate on him, but I guess most ways I look at it, like if it was me I wouldn't have done it. Yeah, but okay. I'll say I don't yeah. have the money. See, I kind of feel yeah. like I would have. Like and like I would be okay with like doing that with like even cool magic cards. Mm. Hey, like, oh, really well, that was actually a plan we talked about. Like if I get like rich enough and I'm big enough and they're like, what's like an eighty dollar card or something that's like nice, but it's still not like <gasps> you got rid of one of those in the world. You know, it wouldn't affect. Mm. I don't know. Like I agree. Sort of feast and famine. Yeah. yeah, those run about two hundred twenty dollars. Yeah, like a sort of feast of famine. If you hmm. put that in like a case where you couldn't get it back, yeah, that's like two hundred twenty. That's a lot. And I would still be like, it's fine. There's still plenty of them out there. Well, they make them. They make more. Ah, do no. they? It, they made, it depends. There's they a made, chance they reprint more, but no, well, unless it's in made, a unless made, it's in a modern printing, like unless it is a card that's being printed, they're not making more. Like they could make more. And sort of feats of fame, and I'm not educated en- enough to know if they are making more, but there is they, a chance they don't. They make, make more. more of um, modern prints. So I guess the original. Yeah, print. any any card that's being printed in rotation, they're making more of. Yeah. And what's it? And any really old card that's probably not being made more of that is why it has. Well, I don't think value. sort of feats of fame is that old. It's just a good card that they're like, hey, we got to hold back on these because. They're good, so they're yeah. gonna be more rare. I know the last time it got reprinted was the the master reprint. Mm-hmm. No, the secret layer reprint. Yeah, that's that's the one I was. Which is pretty much like the Gucci of Magic, right yeah. there, secret layer. But no, yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna have to agree with Devin on this one. I I think you buy it, and it's I up to. I don't. I think there's some laws on that though. Like I, I've watched a lot of Pawn Stars, but like say you have a. You were to have a signature, George Washington's signature. By the way, the Sword of Feast and Famine was printed in six different um, prints. So Is it there's six different copies. No, um, I doubt it. Unless it was in the what do you call it? What was the most recent Secret Lair? Strict was oh. a Strict Hidden. Night Hunt. No, oh no, Midnight yeah, Mid- Midnight Crimson Vow. Crimson Vow. If I don't think it was in one of those, but yeah. So it's been printed six different times. But no, I'm anyway, saying, you, and you can talk about the law thing, but you buy it. 
You own this thing. Nobody else owns this but you. And you buy it. And you think about, to you, the best possible way that you can honor this thing that you put money into because you, you care about it. You know, I got a hard counter for this one. And like you, you, you think about the best way that you can like honor it and put it, put it up on this like pedestal in your mind, and like how you can like best preserve it. All right. In response, him. I buy a dog. <laughs> I kill it. And get it stuffed. Okay. Object. A dog is living. It's so yeah, incredibly different. Kind of different. I feel like it fit the category. No, it doesn't. Okay, fine. In what way? <laughs> Last, like, very memorable. Okay, um, like, what if it's like a very you know, historical object that has a lot of meaning to it, like some, like, George Washington signature well, or something another like thing that. Let, let him talk. I want to I well, counter. And then you buy it, and then you destroy it. Like, destroying is different than preserving. He, what he did was preserve them. Well, I guess I'm on a whole different thing. He did then, not yeah. destroy it in any way. Still you the question I was trying to ask is, like, is there a law that says you can't do that? Or no. do you think there should be? Did you buy it? Do you own it? You can do whatever you want with it. Doesn't mean I'll agree, but you can do whatever we want. With Another it. thing you got to remember: these Game Boys are not one out of ten. They're they're exactly. you can get them on exactly. eBay, hundred bucks, and they're not for the ancient artifacts. Yeah. They're not historic. Well, I guess you could say like, they're historical too, like gaming. Like like they but, they just reach their I guess antiqueness and collectible well, age. Really, they're collectible, but now that I think about it, I'll take it back. They're not historic because the Game Boy is historic. Yeah, not 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 the colored ones. They're just collectible. Because they're a, they're a special version yeah. of the like colors. historic. I mean, they're just collectibles. Yeah. They're not nothing insane. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I don't, I don't think they're historic. I think just the the Game Boy in general as a product. But no, to 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 address what you said, Jacob, I I just think I get you. I get what you're saying. That like, say like Ben Franklin, a scientist and like a uh, uh, assumed inventor made I'll reference National Treasure he made 10 glasses 10 sets of super special glasses right that makes you see like invisible ink <laughs> okay yeah I, it's from, it's from National, National Treasure, Treasure? yeah I've yeah. seen yeah. that he makes 10 of those that you know there are 10 and somebody finds one somebody buys it they own it so it's not that, like that they just find it off the ground they buy it it's a it's a personal um um, a purchase, so it's not a museum or anything like that, and they just burn it because they don't like Ben Franklin. Of course, I'm going to hate that, but they have a right to do it. As I mean, I, whoever I mean, buys it le- legally, they obviously have a right to do it. But I would feel different about that if it's one in ten historical item. I'd be, like no, that's I'd hate different. I'd hate it absolutely. Yeah, I, I'd feel like that is that is an where I would of an act. But side with. Yeah, I can't haters. disagree with the right to do it because uh, they bought yeah. it. They spent. They yeah. had to spend I mean, millions of dollars. Yeah, but but that's obviously an extreme scenario compared to what we're talking about with Game Boys that are less than three hundred dollars. And then again, it wouldn't even be like they're burning it. They would just no. be let's no. Say, in, in this way, like I said, they're they're tr- they're doing in their mind one of the best ways that they can preserve and like. The looks of it. I use I used honor, but that's like a weird way to put it. Yeah, I see what you're saying. But yeah, like respect it. Yeah. Respect it. They basically they put it in their own type of and, uh, frame, like a painting. Think frame. about it this way: if you want to, would you use it? Yeah, you would use it. 
I played on the Game okay. Boy three weeks ago. The more, well, the more you use this collectible one, the less valuable it will be anyways. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so the, the dust, I think the, you the should prints, use the imprints of the buttons. Here's, what, here's another thing we could do. He could sell that table for the price of all the Game Boys combined. Because somebody would buy it. Because owning one is owning one. Yeah. If you're not going to put it, it up. Would. I don't think it would profit. It might profit because it's him. It wouldn't profit. I, no, I think so. It wouldn't. Why not? If you take anything valuable and turn it into art, it's never going to be worth more than its original. Oh, that's such a false statement. Yeah. Do you know I, what modern art is, Jacob? <laughs> no, that's you what I'm saying. If you take something is. extremely valuable and like turn it into art like that, I don't think it would fetch more. False. I think, yeah. If it was, it definitely say. would. I think it goes up. Definitely would. If it has the popularity, I'm talking like, like in standard markets, not in your high class 1% markets, you know, like Logan selling something. I'm talking in standard markets. We're just saying markets. This is just somebody interested in something and buying it. If but someone it is interested is enough, because they're going to be willing to... If he sets the price at, at what all of them cost collectively, and someone... Because it's a collectible, somebody's going to pay for it if they want it enough. And it it's was, not that you can like finagle your way down. If he's set at it and he doesn't change it, someone's going to buy it. And Logan Paul is the artist, so it will always have the same value because people True. say it's, it's like True. if Picasso painted a painting just because... It got sold and someone mm -hmm. else owns it. It was still created by Picasso. It's still a very famous painting that True. will sell for a lot. Yeah, I literally made that clear that I'm trying to say like without that since, factor. Yeah, without that factor, it'll still make more. Uh -huh. I think if I bought Not all these more, I'm it, thinking if I, I bought all these Game Boys, if I made I made that same thing. I would not get my money back. That's what I'm trying to say. I think you would. You I would think you could sell back. it. Oh, I definitely would. If you found the right, you 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 yourself might have to actively seek out somebody who's willing to do that. However, you would get your money back. At I mean, least. you, you got to think. Even. If Logan Paul is willing to spend all the money to buy those Game Boys just to create a table, you just buy. If he found the somebody he wanted, willing, somebody's willing to pay all the money table. for one table without yeah. the work. You know what I mean? I yeah. I think I think at the end of the day, it it doesn't really matter. They're not destroyed. So it doesn't matter if you can use them or not because most collectors aren't going to use them to play. They're going to use them to admire. So you can still do that perfectly fine from a table. And if you, I mean, hell, that it's, you can use it because of the epoxy. You're not going to hurt them in any way. Maybe maybe you wouldn't want to use a table because you could chip the epoxy or something. But nah, that's something you well, can definitely. That's use something it. that you it's can that you can fix and like polish out, anyways. Yeah. So that's even cooler. That's like this is a really interesting piece that we can use, and yet these things, these collectibles, are still in there, safe and sound, because they're not going to use them anyways. That's that's my opinion on it. But I could also see how you yourself would not want to do that if you had them in your possession, and you you want to take a different route with it. Would you buy if it's an NFT? What do you mean? It's what? No. The photo of the table and NFT. No. Yeah, one of one photo of the table NFT. Oh, from Logan Paul, probably. Probably, probably not. I, I I definitely buy it because he takes a photo of well, the table. What, what you say about one of the one. fact that Logan Paul made it? I, I hooked I, I hooked Isaiah on the whole NFT thing. That's that's why I would buy it. Well, he takes a photo of the table, makes it an NFT, destroys the table. Yeah, I feel like Logan would sell it for a lot because he knows he's Logan Paul. And Logan Paul's big into NFTs and stuff. Okay, so but I don't know if it'll we're also up. assuming I have the opportunity to, and I can't afford it, right? 
even though it might be a good amount of money, I'd still buy it. It would go up. I still don't, I made it clear to Jacob. I think at the, 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 the phase NFTs are at right now, and I'm not well-versed in them, like particularly well-versed in them, but the phase NFTs are right now, I think it's dumb and unproductive. Um, maybe 80% of it. But there are a few things that like, I guess the way Jacob described it to me with like wallets and stuff like that, or what'd you say? What are they called? Like the portfolios. Yeah. Like your NFT wallet. Yeah. Those, when you just, when you describe it like that, about 20% of NFTs that I see just like casually, like online or something like that on social media, I could actually see them being worth a good amount of money and like an asset in an online portfolio or wallet. Now, Jacob brought up something about, um, whether or not, companies and stuff like that might move towards looking at nfts in hiring i don't think that's gonna happen for ages unless like a degree or something would turn to an nft yeah but then again i don't think it could because you can just like like in the same vein that a company you can't would liquidize look at, you can't liquidize a degree. like in the same vein a company would look at your social media platforms and see how popular you are see how you act on them and whatnot they would look at your NFT wallet to hire yeah, you. But that's I mean, different. When you, when you think one about is it, a, one is a measure of wealth and the other one describes your life. Yeah, because what, what would an NFT wallet One be does exactly. describe your life. I mean, what you decide to spend your money on, certain type of NFTs can show but, your personality. Okay, but that's, an NFT wallet, a, I, a certain section of that wallet would have to be private. Otherwise, people won't go into it. Right. Yeah. Because if you're going to do something that's like, maybe this would be questionable to companies, but you, you still want to buy it, you don't want to do that publicly. Yeah. Yeah. So I think a, cer- a certain section of the wallet would have to be private anyways. And that fact would, to me, I just put everything in the private bit. I don't want to put... Yeah. I mean, yeah, they'd have to start. I don't want to put all my chips on the table. You know, I don't want people to see social media. Social media and your social life is different than your purchases yeah, and investments. Think about it this way: companies don't necessarily, unless it's like maybe a. Uh, uh, they're not going to ask for your credit card history. Yeah, your and they're not going to They're not going to look at your bank account. Like all that's private. You've and been buying anything but groceries lately. Exactly. They're, I don't like, think they'll do that. Yeah. A little bit of frivolous spending on McDonald's recently, huh? Yeah. <laughs> no, like, unless. You want to get into like the metaverse or whatever, that, then yeah, that's a whole that's different what I was thing. Say. But, um, but, I don't see that. but I do agree that an NFT wallet, um, it, it it will grow. The percentage. I think it's going to become a, a very strong status of recognition and yeah. clout. Yeah, it will. And fame, it will. I think I think you can have very valuable I think, assets. I think in if your before wallet. it will get to the point like before you're going to follow someone, you'll look at their NFT wallet. I think it'll be more like cars. You kind of you, cars you drive around, you can show off. You know, famous people they like to buy nice cars. It kind of shows off their wealth, kind of like who they are. And like, there's people who get famous just because they have a lot of nice cars. Like people will do with NFTs, they have a lot of nice NFTs. Like, wow, that's that's a lot of money in and your wallet. But what, and get, you know like, what? NFTs are easy to liquidize in a car. Yeah. yeah. And in a car, in a car will never unless well, I guess not never, but a car. Nine times out of ten, will never grow in value after. Well, you take I think it out the cars lot. that we're talking about will. Are you are yeah, you like saying the, like the an social old, status cars will probably always are you saying go like up in value in a really old car? Or are you saying like a Lamborghini? A Lamborghini yeah, un- was, until sixty years from now will only depreciate in value. Yeah, I was thinking about like supercars, but it, yeah. it could be it could be old but cars old, too. Well, but some supercars still go up in value. I mean, like 
uh, Ferrari has clauses on their cars that you're not allowed to resell them two years after purchasing because they're so hard to get that the, the okay. second-hand market is worth way more than the first-hand market. Like, it takes five years okay. to get a Ferrari because you have to get to know the owners. You have okay. to live in the country, go to the, the uh, I mean, it's just like, It's just like everything. everything. When they don't create any more, they can only go down yeah. in numbers. So right. like, there's less and less of this specific type of Lamborghini. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. true. It's gonna, yeah. So I think with most supercars, yeah. scarcity can produce... You know, more second value. The fact that NFTs are online, though, I feel like they're easier to liquidize than a car. Yeah, for and that. for practical reasons, yeah. they're going to be easier to but liquidize. But cars have more use. You could actually drive them around. They're more actually. Would you practical. want to drive those around all the time, though? I mean, some people do. Some some people would. I mean, some, some people drive the money, their nice Lamborghinis. With the I money, think I someone would. would. But if yeah. I got a Lamborghini, well, actually, no. If I had, a, if I just got a Lamborghini, I would drive that thing pretty much. Not everywhere, but mm. once I got a Lamborghini, I would, I would it, not drive bit. it. I would sell it. Okay. Well, yeah. We're taking that out of the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, just like owning it in general? Yes. Yeah, you like just you have can't one just and you're it. not going to sell it. Oh, yeah. Well, there, yeah. I'll yeah, drive like, I'll drive it. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to just hold it up. So I, I take that back. But I still think NFTs are just easier for... Because it's yeah. online, oh, yeah, it's easier to just well, be like, oh, like, someone's interested in this and I want to sell that's it. That's like the collectible side of NFTs. Then they have the whole utility side, which... I mean, there's so many that have like incredible utilities. Like the Nelk Boys just came out with the NFT, and they kind of they kind of hinted at like, yo, if you get this one of one thousand NFT, we're gonna host a mansion party. You're invited. Show us your blockchain code. Yeah. You're in. Yeah, but that's I think that's like more separate, like third party. Like you don't get that from the NFT. You get that's, that from like the NFT sponsor. And that's or something that's, or that's yeah. But like when it's done through a company that's minting the NFTs, and it's like a legal contract. Like when you buy this, you gain this contract. It's less and like third party. It's like a legal. It's yeah. a legal bind. That's something that for me it's hard to predict because really it's a ticket. It's just a ticket to get into the mansion party. Right? Yeah. But there is a chance that because it's an NFT, somebody might still buy it, even though the party's over. Like after. Yeah. The second after the mansion party's done, is anyone going to ever buy that again? Was it worth? buying it extra because it's an NFT or should you just have done a ticket? Even though I know you, they didn't sell tickets. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Yeah, I get what you're saying. It, it's, it's, I, w- I wouldn't have gone into it even if I had the money and like wanted to because it's hard to predict whether or not someone would be like, hey, yo, honestly, still pretty cool. But I've then possibly they could have more mansion parties. Oh, you're right. Well, then I'd hold it. Yeah. Yeah, then I'd hold it. If it's but what, like if, club. what if it, like, four times in values because they release, they're going to have more? Would you oh, hold it then? Okay, I see what you mean. Because it could increase in value. Well, or you I could use it for your my, utility, so or the utility could make it go up in price. My, my, my little philosophy on, um, like, windfalls like that, and I know you'd spend money, but, like, you didn't predict that. They'd be like, hey, if you have this, 12 more parties yeah, in yeah. the next five years. Like, just, like, placed throughout. If I can sell it for enough money to be comfortable for the rest of my life and put stuff away to work with, like in the stock market and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. like grow some sort of generational wealth, I will sell it in a heartbeat, and then I'll just do that. Yeah. I can I can do whatever I want because financial I can freedom be smart with my money is going to be any utility. What did he? Uh, we just got a response. Uh, Luke sent us I, yeah. the nice "I'm here" text. I can do whatever I want <laughs> if I'm smart with my money. Ooh, <laughs> what do you say? Never mind. Said maybe in twenty. He's like, "Yeah, guys, I'll be there in twenty minutes. We're about to end this yeah, minute." Tough luck. Yeah, and I could, and I'm. I always, I always want to look out for my family, my future family. You know what I mean? I want everybody to live comfortably if I can. 
Um, so I guess if I could if I could do all that and live comfortably for the rest of my life and like just like work, but work jobs that I and truly enjoy. You know what I mean? Like I want to be a teacher. If I can get that much money and just like not worry about working as a teacher with a teacher's wage ever, that'd be amazing. I'd sell it. Just heartbeat. Do, yeah. yeah. So I, I wouldn't necessarily care about being like uber rich as long as I'm comfortable and I can create some sort of generational wealth with what, with what I have, I'm going to sell it. Yeah. I'd much rather be uber rich. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's fair. I mean, and that's... I probably would, too. Yeah. yeah. And, th- I mean, like that's... Like, if I got to the point where I was financially free, like, that's yeah. why I say, like, that's the... There's a big difference between yep. having... Being comfortable than being financially free, where, like... Yep. I don't ever have to work again. You can do whatever you want. And that, whatever that's I want. why I call it my philosophy, because I've, yeah. I've thought about it for a long time. Yeah. Um, I've put a lot of, like, a lot of deep thought into it, and that's just what I decided. Like, for heaven's sake, when I was talking to the fifth graders in the dare class, they said, what do you want to do for a living? I said, said, not work. Yeah. He's like, I want to be rich. And, and they all laughed, and I'm like, my motivation. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Speaking Sporadically. Come back next week. Yeah. Um, yeah, around this time. And then yeah, we'll be we'll here. Your next episode. Hope you enjoyed. See ya. Peace.